We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. There are specific places along the journey that just stand out. They're special because of what God did there. Uh, perhaps a person you met, a particular event, uh, it may be a high point or a low point, but forever that place is indelibly etched in your mind. And every time you think about it, or every time you visit that place, it brings up those memories. I think we all can uh, understand what I'm referring to because we've all had such places in life. You know, it's fascinating to me to read through again the book of Genesis and see each of these patriarchs on their own journey of faith. Abraham has his journey with the Lord. Then Isaac has his journey with the Lord. Now Jacob has his journey with the Lord. It's just a reminder to me that everybody has their own path with God. Everybody has a course charted out for them by the sovereign God of the universe. And it's, it's distinct and different for each person, and yet it's the same. It's distinct because the places are different, the people are different, the circumstances are different, but the purpose is ultimately the same, and it is this. God is always seeking to bring us to Himself. Uh, it is, he's trying to transform us more and more into His image. And that's what happened in Genesis chapter number 28 in the life of Jacob. Now, Jacob in the end is going to be totally changed. He's going to be a different man. In fact, his name is going to reflect that. He's going to go from Jacob, which means trickster, schemer, a deceiver, to Israel, a prince with God. I don't know about you, that sounds like a positive change. He goes from living a life by force, which by the way is very frustrating, to learning to live a life of faith. And you know, that's harder for some of us than others. Some people seem to early on begin to understand living by faith is the great life. It's the victory life. And then some of us are a little more stubborn, like Jacob. And it takes a while. And we learn from our failures and from our frustrations. And in Genesis chapter 28, God brings Jacob to a particular place. Now, before we read the text, let me just say this. God never really brings you to a place. He's rather bringing you to Himself. It's not so much about the geography as it is about the God who meets you there. With that being said, listen to the words beginning in Genesis chapter 28 and verse number 10. The Bible says, And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. 
for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Now, this is a special place in Scripture. You've heard of Bethel. Well, that's where we are in Genesis chapter 28. And it was a special place for many reasons. In fact, it's connected to a number of different people. But it was especially important in the life of Jacob. Let me show you several things about Bethel. First of all, it was a specific place. Did you notice the definite terms that are used? In verse 11, it says, a certain place. Then it says in verse 11, that place. And again, in Genesis 28, 11, in that place. Uh, he repeats it in verse 16, in this place. In verse 17, in this place. In verse 19, in that place. It was a definite place where he met God. Do you know everybody needs a place where they know they met God? I'm thinking now in my mind of that place as just a boy where God met me. A lady took a Bible and shared Jesus Christ with me. She pointed me to the only Savior, the Son of God. That was the place where the Lord Jesus changed my life and my eternal destiny. I drove past that place not long ago, stood outside that building and just thanked God again for meeting me in that place. It wasn't the building that was important or the room. It was that God met me there. I wonder, have you had a definite meeting with God? Have you had your own experience with the Lord? Do you know that your sins have been forgiven? Have you been born again? You know, when our children were born, that was a definite experience. There was a definite moment where they were born. And Jesus said, you must be born again. Have you had such a moment where you've trusted Christ as your personal Savior and received His free gift of eternal life? If you have, reflect on it. Perhaps you can't go there physically now, but in your mind, visit that place. Go back to the place where you met Jesus and rejoice in the goodness of God, and thank the Lord for saving your soul. And if you've never had such a place, then I want to say to you, today can be that day, and wherever you are at this moment, uh, in a room, uh, on the job, driving down the road in your car, wherever you are at this moment, God is there. You see, the Lord's not bound by geography. The thing that makes any place holy and special is His presence in that place, and God is where you are at this moment. And he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Would you come to Jesus today? He promised that him that cometh to him, he would in no wise cast out. It means if you'll come to Jesus, he'll come to you. If you'll take him as your Savior, he'll take you as his child. What a promise. What a privilege. Call on the Lord Jesus Christ now and be saved. Today is your day, and this is your Bethel. But then... Not only is Bethel a place that Jacob went once, he went there again and again and again. In fact, we'll see this later in the Scripture. He goes back to Bethel. 
And I want to say, you not only need a place where you know you met God initially, but you need a place where you meet God every day. Do you have such a place? A quiet place, alone, where you can commune with the Lord? A place that is really not so much about the surroundings as it is about the presence of Christ. In fact, the place where he was, Luz, means barren or bleak. Uh, it wasn't about the place. It was about the person. It's not about uh, the comfort that you have. Rather, it's about entering into the joy of His presence. I want to challenge you today to do more than simply listen to me talk to you from the Word of God. Find a place today. Open the Word of God and let the Lord speak to you personally. Spend some time communing with Him in prayer. Just enjoy God wherever you are today. Any place can become that place where you meet with God. Let some place today be your Bethel. I promise you it will help you to enjoy the journey because along the stop, the thing that makes the journey enjoyable and delightful is knowing that you've met God in some place. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.